That's kind of what happened. How did the uh, accident do it? Anyway, so anyways, so there's that quick story in all. And uh, two things one on the boat. A lot of people don't tell you about that. We're going to get into that here in a little bit. But what we're going to do is the Bible, and, and this is part of it, I wanted to do this with a pastor. And I didn't um, because I couldn't get a pastor to do it with me. Because, you know, they like, they don't want to get, they don't want to get caught up in this minutia. And I understand, right? They want to focus on Jesus was nice and uh, God, uh, you know, he was rough on people, but then the uh, sun came down and died for all those and you know, so just believe in Jesus and we're all good. I get it. I understand the capacity. That said, um, they think they're, you know, they're, I don't know, weird. And it's weird. So there's a lot of weird stuff in the Bible. You know, you kick it off right away and it's God, you know, God creates everything and gets pissed and just drowns everybody. That's, that's a left opener, right? We open with sin, eating fruit, murder, Cain and Abel, and then, yeah, blood. And there's some other weird stuff in between there that we're going to get into. So I thought it would be a little more fun to try to break down just Noah's Ark. Did some research. I've <laughs> said this a couple of times, so this is going to be fun to uh, be repeating myself like an absolute fucking crazy person. But we're going to do it. Uh, and I uh, did some research, and we're going to we're going to go over some weird, weird stuff in the Bible. So our first, and I like to cite my sources, right? My first source is a, is, is um, BuzzFeed. I like BuzzFeed, by the way. I don't like BuzzFeed. You know what? Suck a bag of dicks. BuzzFeed is pretty good. Seriously, calm down. Not a whole bag. But speaking of dicks, let's get right into it, shall we? Mm, my favorite. This, by the way, is my new favorite story. And now I have an idea for what's going on with all those Catholic priests. Seriously. People forget about this one. Hey, Sam Tripoli, you did that thing on Catholic priests. You talk about, you know, Catholics and the weird stuff that they do. Um, there was a, uh, a, a Jewish priest who was giving kids herpes because he was, you know, sucking the blood off their schmeckle after taking their foreskins off. Yeah. That's a real thing. You can Google it. Well, I think this is where it all started. I've done a lot of research, but not a ton. But let's go with this is where it all started. So, David, pretty big character in the Bible, wanted to marry Saul's daughter. Saul did not want David to marry his daughter. So, we already, we're already at a crossing boats here. Now, if you don't want somebody to marry someone in this day and age, you're saying no, and then your kids go off in the world in Vegas, and that's just what happens. Pardon me when I've been drinking my lemon-lime diet soda, sober October. Ah, that is refreshing and carbonated. I had a, a couple of diet root beers with the uh, fellas out front. Like a lot of diet soda, I could probably pick your, I could probably drink something natural and probably healthier, or even just water. But I was having some diet root beers. I can have like 12 beers and be totally fine, not feel bloated or anything else. I had two diet root beers and uh, my belly was pushing out. It was awful. It is awful. It feels like you get burps. I don't know, man. I'm not a big soda person, but I bought all these sodas thinking if I'm going to hang out in the front, I'm going to hang out in the front and, uh, you know, drink and, excuse me, there's a burp for the uh, your mom's house people out there. I do burp. Uh... But yeah, I don't know, it's a weird thing. So anyway, sober October, i got to figure out something else besides the wonderful world that is, um, is diet soda, because I can't, I mean, I, I guess I could for a month, but I don't want to get addicted to soda and feel all bloated all the time, just farting and burping and pissing. It was so weird. So anyways, Samuel 18, 1 Samuel 18, 25 through 27. 
So David wants to marry Saul. Saul doesn't want da David wants to marry Saul's daughter. Saul doesn't want David marrying his daughter. So, and you know, back in the day, either a you came up with like a hundred goats or I don't know something weird it just happened. But then, you know, Saul's a weird, kinky fuck. So what does Saul say? Saul goes, "Listen, I don't like the Philistines. So I want you to do this. I want you to go. I want a hundred foreskins of my enemies. A hundred foreskins. Yeah, that's that. That's that foreskin. It's the dick foreskin." All right, there's no other foreskins than the dick foreskin. So he's hoping that David's going to go over there, you know. I don't know. Is he going to like dress up like a girl and try to blow on them and just cut them off? Or is he going to go to war, kill a hundred Philistines, and then cut their little dicks off? And not just cut them off, but just the foreskins. He doesn't want the whole dick. He just wants the, he just wants the dick skin in one area. It'd be easier to say, listen, I want, but it's weird. Well, first of all, this is the fucked up part. Either way, it's weird. Right? I want a hundred dicks, David. Okay, well that's easy, right? You take the knife, you just slice it up, you know, flick it into a little bucket, there you go. But to get a hundred foreskins, you gotta kill the guy, you gotta handle the dick. Or maybe you don't have to kill him, maybe you're just handling a lot of dicks. Maybe David gave great hand jobs or blow jobs. Who knows? I don't know. But maybe he did. It could happen. We don't know. We just know that he wanted to marry Saul's daughter. But David, he's a go-getter. He's a guy who goes the extra mile and does it on just on point he does it so what do you do when you go the extra mile what happens what do you set up what are you preparing to do if you guessed he went and got 200 foreskins you're correct that's right he got 200 foreskins and gave him to Saul and guess what Saul's like fuck dude you handled at least 200 dicks because you know there were some really, really small dicks. You couldn't get it very good. There were some huge dicks, and he was just like, ah, I don't know if I really want to handle that. And then there were just dudes who were super fat, and maybe their gut fell over their dick. And then as he like, as he already killed them, so then they don't probably shit themselves. And you got to move the belly fat, and you got to get the dick. So at least two hundred people died. And in two hundred people dying, guess what else you got? That's right. In two hundred people dying, at least two hundred. You also got a lot of foreskins. That is absolute craziness. Story number one. Story number two. And this has been on the Rogan podcast. So Rogan's talked about this quite a bit. Um, some kids made fun of a guy. Called him bald. Second Kings 2, 23 through 24. So some children mocked a bald guy. He cursed them. And two female bears. And by the way, I don't know why we're assuming the bear's gender. Or why they have to be male or female. They're just fucking bears, Okay came out of the woods and, and by the way uh, it's not some children it's 42 42 kids now after the 10th one of your friends so there's still 32 of you left have been eaten by these two lady bears do you leave I, mean, I don't understand how these bears corralled up and knew that these 42 kids mock, mock the bald guy but they did he continued on his journey and I don't know, are you raising your hand? Well, this seems, listen, I get that we want to stop bullying. And I'm down to stop bullying. I am down to stop bullying. I think that would be amazing. And maybe this is the way. But maybe it's not. Maybe if we just share this story to bullies, and then we have about two bears, and those two bears come down, and when they come down, and they go, oh shit, stop bullying. These female bears are going to eat your asshole. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that's a throwback to 
one of the first teacher asked over the Bears eat the answer first. It's just a fact. 42 kids gone before their time. All because they made fun of the bald guy and he cursed them. Now Noah, our hero in Evan Almighty, uh, or the movie's based on Noah. Um, and then, you know, Noah, being Noah, he's a weird dude. So Noah not only packed up the ark, he built the ark, you know, a pair of every animal, male and female of every animal out there, got them all on the ark, put them in the right spots, like a weird wedding. He's like, all right, you kids over here, carnivores over here. I'm assuming he had food for them all, or maybe God gave them food. I don't know. But guess what else he brought? That's right, wine. And homeboy, as soon as they, as soon as they hit land, got drunk. He got drunk and he passed out naked outside of his tent. So, you know, some people dragged him into the tent, covered him up, like, here you go. And uh, what does Noah do? Now, Noah has an option. He has a couple. Option A, to go, hey, you know, you guys, I'm really sorry. I done fucked up. I messed up here, man. And I'm sorry I got drunk off some, off some arc wine. And uh, I'm done, man. I'm sorry I passed out naked. Or B, you go, who touched me when I was naked? And you kick him in the face like Steven Seagal and above the law and karate chop him because I'm sure no one knew karate. Who doesn't know karate? Seriously. Or C, you just take a, a healthy sperm donor and a grandson who's never been mentioned before and won't be mentioned after and you exile him. And Noah picked C because he's a real asshole. You're wondering, how do you know that, Jason? Uh, Genesis 9, 20 through 28. Go look it up, fuckers. All right, here we go. Um, God's very particular about certain things. And if you read through the Bible, you're going to find that God, he's got some rules, a lot of weird rules. There's a, we're going to go through a lot of rules, okay? We're gonna, there's all this weird stuff. But one of the things is that God is like, hey, for the temple, if you're going to offer me something, if you're going to bring something to me, no defects, all right? So the man who is blind or lame, disfigured, deformed, no man who's crippled for a hand, or is a hunchback, who's dwarfed, or with an eye defect, or who is uh, festering or running sores, or, or, and here's the good one, damaged testicles. So, one, I don't get this. I don't understand this part. I'll never understand this part, but you know, uh, the good Lord above, uh, he, um, he likes perfect nuts, right? He just likes perfect balls. He likes people. If you're going to come to him, you have to be perfect. And this is a weird thing because it, it's it's a journey that's different from the journey that is, uh, you know, what, what sometimes what, what Christ tells people and what Christ asks for, right? It was like, we're going to bring, by the way, if you're snoring, that's my dog. Uh, the old banjo is laying right by me. He's, uh, he's hearing this for the second time, this poor bastard. But uh, one of the things that, you know, you, you got to figure out is, you got to understand it, that, you know, it's like the Christian calling these days is, listen, if you're broken, if you're hurt, if you're, you know, whatever it may be, God is here for you. God is here for you. He wants the broken. You know, he picked Moses because he had a stutter. He, you know, he did this. All of these things happening. So God went through all of these things. And that's one of the things that they talk about. But then when it comes to an offering at the temple in Leviticus, he's like, listen, blind, lame, disfigured, disformed, crippled foot or hand, hunchback or dwarf, uh, you know, eye defect, 
festering sores and pores and stuff dripping down your drawers or damaged testicles. You can't come in. You can't do it. That's just so weird to me. It's so, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. All right. Uh, judges, there's a lot of judging going on right now, but who cares? Judges, uh, 3, 12 through 23. This is just, I think this is just a lesson on, uh, on gluttony. And the lesson on gluttony is super simple. Don't get so fat that when someone stabs you, the sword gets stuck in your fat. Yeah. So, Ehud, an assassin. Ooh. Cool. All right, he's an assassin. Stabs the king of Elgin. Stabs the king called Elgin. Elgin is extremely fat. So fat, his fat swallows the sword. In fact, his sword gets lost in the fat rolls. Elgin then shits himself and dies. And Ehud has to leave his sword behind. Now as an assassin, I don't know if you've done Assassin's Creed. I don't know if you've done, I don't know, anything cool. You always know the ninjas always keep their sword. It's something special. The samurai, the assassin, they have their gun, their special bullets. Mm-mm. Had to leave it behind. Because the fat, I mean, this is what's eating Gilbert Grape. This is the first one. This is my, my 600-pound life. This is where it all started. And this is the first warning God gave people not to get super duper fat, I think. Or it's just a shitty story about an assassin who just didn't like delving into stinky fat. Because if you think fat people smell weird now, imagine back then when they weren't bathing every day. Imagine those rolls. All the stuff growing and festering in there. The sores. I mean, guess what? He's not giving God an offering. I'll tell you that much. Nope. He's got sores and pores and stuff dripping down his drawers and it's smelly as hole to boot. So nasty. Oh my gosh. Speaking of assholes and shit, Ezekiel 1, 1 through 16. So God, by the way, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this is the recipe for Ezekiel bread, which pretty good. So don't get mad at me unless you don't like it. If you don't like it, you know, or if you do love it, you know, you're dumb. Shut up. So God tells Ezekiel that in the memorial of the siege of Jerusalem, he needs to build a model of the city that is going to lie on his left side for 390 days. For those of you counting, that's more than a year. Then his right side, 40 days. So all of this, you know, not a full year, right? Or whatever. Uh, not a full two years. And then during this time, he's only allowed to eat bread that is baked over a fire of human shit. I'm going to let that rest. I'm going to let that ferment. I'm going to let that sizzle in. He had to cook it, bake it with, with the heat of the fire of human shit. Now, you can smell your own parts. You can think they smell amazing. You can, uh, you know, your own farts can gross you out sometimes. But other people's parts always gross you out. And if you're only eating bread, you're not getting a lot of poop, which means you're going to have to bring your poop in from somewhere else. That means other people's poop. That's disgusting. Ezekiel knew this. He said, hey, you know what, God, I can't do it. And God goes, fine, use cow shit. He's like, oh, cow shit, thank goodness. That, now that's amazing. I, I can cook with cow shit. If there was any foresight at all, if there was any looking down the road, if there was any, hey, what's going on? And you really wanted to make this popular, you really wanted the Bible to catch on. You don't do the human shit or the cow shit 
Let me do the bread. You do something gluten-free. And you can cook it with anything, alright? Because I can tell you this right now. People don't eat gluten anymore. They eat asshole. They eat human shit in their mouth all the time. They may not be cooking with it, but they're lapping it up with their tongue. No, 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 They're up there spreading their cheeks, looking at booty hole, doing what they do. But let me tell you what they're not doing. Not eating gluten. You can cook with shit all you want. You should have complained about the shit, Ezekiel. You should have complained about the gluten. I'm just saying. So, I don't know if you ever tricked someone. I have. I like tricking people. I think it's pretty funny. Hold on, sip time. So I think it's hilarious to trick people. It's fun. A little practical joke. Sometimes you trick them to get away with stuff. Abraham. Listen. It's this weird time where dudes, you know, if you got if you got someone who's attractive or, or you know good looking, uh, and only female, of course, males. They just I believe they're just trolls and savages. As long as they're not dwarfs or mal, you know, disfigured in some way where they can't uh, you know talk to God, they're dope. But we never we never really hear about how attractive or unattractive men are in the Bible. We just hear about the ladies, right? So Abraham's wife is a smoke show according to the good book. Now, if you got a smoke show and you're walking around with it, someone can try to take your smoke show, kill you, and just take her, right? Because in the land of harem, they just got a ton of wives. So Abraham plays a game, he's like, that's not my wife, that's my sister. Pharaoh believes him and gives him a whole bunch of shit to move along. Donkeys, cattle, everything. Male, female servants, camels, I mean the whole nine yards. God gets mad. At, I believe Abraham for tricking the Pharaoh and more importantly for Pharaoh falling for it. So what happens? Super simple kids. Here's what happens. Yeah. God in his great wisdom and everything gives Pharaoh's family a serious disease. Genesis 12 10 through 20. Check it out. Check it out. Abraham lies to keep his wife. God's disappointed. God's more disappointed that Pharaoh believes the lie. And so instead of punishing Abraham, he basically stole. No, no, no. Instead, what does he do? That's right. He punishes the Pharaoh with serious disease. And serious disease could just be a, you know, a hangnail back then. You get a hangnail and rub some crocodile shit on it and you're going to die. That's just what's going to happen. Um, I mentioned there's a dick theme. Yeah, there's a dick theme. So God is mad at Moses. Uh, Exodus 4, 24-26 he's just, he's mad at Moses so what does he do? he says, I'm going to kill you he's, he's done with Moses, done with the bullshit he just doesn't want it Moses' wife, she thinks on her feet she cuts her son's foreskin and puts the blood of his dick on Moses' feet and God sees it and he's like, huh, surely you are a bridegroom of blood to me and he decides not to kill Moses let that sink in. I want you to pause. I want you to let this sink in for a minute. Let's say you, let's say the male listeners, you're hanging out with mom and dad, and all of a sudden mom's like, oh my gosh, I think God's going to kill your father. Like, well, that sucks. I mean, he hasn't done a will. This is really, really weird. I don't know what's going on, but okay, that's good. So um, God's going to kill dad. She goes, but I can stop it. Mom, you can stop it. You, you kind of got that one lazy eye. I don't know that God really wants to talk to you. Oh, no, no, no. Let me see your dick. Uh, I'm sorry. What did you say, Mom? I'm going to need to see your dick. 
Mom, why do you have a knife? I just listen, I'm gonna cut your dick. I'm just gonna cut part of the foreskin, and I'm gonna take that blood and I'm gonna put it in your dad's feet. Sounds rational. Sounds like something that uh, that happens, you know. And I don't know. Never. Fucking weird places. This is not one of them. You've got to be kidding me. All right, now to Genesis 9. By the way, this is going to bounce around a little bit. We're going to jump into the New Testament sometimes, and we're going to go through some rules, but we're going to go through these stories real quick, uh, these weird ones. And then I really I want to want to lean back because um, there's also there's something else here. There's These are just the super weird ones that no one talks about really, right? Uh, Genesis 19, 1 through 26. Lot... Uh, he gets visited by two angels. So he said Sodom and Gomorrah. So Sodom and Gomorrah is interesting. Now, this is like the worst city in the world. Like the absolute worst. So what they're what they're getting out of Sodom and Gomorrah and what they want, right, is they're saying, Hey, we are Sodom, we are Gomorrah, and uh, we're the worst and God's like, I'm so sick and tired of you, Sodom and Gomorrah. I'm gonna burn you down. However, there's one nice family and Lot is running with this family. And like, you know what, Lot, you're a good guy. So the angels are going to come visit you and they're going to make sure you're good. It's like, okay. He's like, all right. So the angels come and visit and the, and the people of Southern Gomorrah see these angels. And they must be good looking angels. At least you've got to assume. I don't see if they're male or female, just the two angels come in. At least for the part that I read. Maybe I'm wrong. But the two angels come in. And the weird part is, is the town's like, hey, we want them. We're going to have sex with them. The Bible uses rape, right? We're going to. We're gonna rape these people. We're gonna we're gonna get them good. And uh, Lot, in protecting the angels, says, "You know what? No, no, we're not going to. However, would you like to rape my two daughters?" Now you're thinking, "Basically, that's weird enough." And I'm here to tell you, you we haven't even gotten the weird yet. We have like, what 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 are we at now? We haven't even gotten the weird thing, right? So. Lot says no, you can't rape these two. And he knows they're angels. He says you can rape my two daughters. Pause. Think about this. Giving up the family. Now it gets weirder. The crowd says no. We want them, not your daughters. And God then says okay. And makes them all blunt. So you go back and you think, all right, Abraham lied to Pharaoh, and then Pharaoh believed it, and God punished Pharaoh. Lot says, hey, don't rape the angels, rape my kid, my two daughters instead. That's that's silly. And they say, no, we'd much prefer to uh, to rape uh, to, to to rape the two angels. And in the preference of raping two angels, <sighs> they all get blinded, and then God tells them all to leave. So then he kicks out, he tells Lot to go and leave, and he says, don't look back. If there's one thing you can take away from this is don't live in your past, of course. So um, he uh, he does that, and his wife looks back, and God turns him to salt. Yeah. So, and it gets weirder. Lot gets weirder. So Lot's got the two daughters that he offered up for everyone to rape, and they turned it down, and they got blind. Okay. So now Lot and his two daughters, without his wife, are hiding in a cave. And his two daughters are, to say the very least, horny. And they don't know if there's any more men around. I mean, 
they've seen the village that they live in get burnt, like God destroyed it, fire and brimstone, gone. So what do they do? In Genesis 19, 30-38, they get drunk, they get their father drunk, and they fuck him. And they both get pregnant. And those sons start great dynasties. Now, here's the thing. A, super, super, super gross that these girls fuck their dad. That's disgusting. That's A. B, it's very, very impressive that it doesn't say it happened multiple times, it said it happened once. So I don't know what happened in this one scenario that allowed them both to get pregnant, but uh, that's, that's an impressive, impressive feat, I guess you would say. I don't know. Is it a feat? I guess? I don't know. It's, it's, it's disturbing as all fuck. Um, let's jump to the New Testament real quick. So the New Testament, by the way, if you're looking at these things, like, these are just weird one-off stories. Let's not forget about the weird mainstream stories that are happening, right? You have um, a guy who builds an ark, right? And takes all the animals and floats around the world for a little bit. Right until there's land again, when God decides there's land again, we don't know where all that water goes. A, B, um, you have uh, uh, the virgin birth, New Testament. C, uh, the parting of the Red Sea. We'll just bounce back and forth. Old Testament. You've got D. You've got Jesus dying and rising again. You've got E. You've got you know the wilderness for four, for forty years. Listen, it's just, it's more, you know, but they're getting manna from heaven, and who knows where they're finding water, and what about those air boogers? It's a whole thing. So, it's, it's weird that we've attached, and we, we're okay with the mainstream ones, but we're not okay, you know, or, or that, you know, we talk about the mainstream ones being, you know, that's just what happened, bro. Who cares? But these are the weird ones. So, Matthew 21, 18 through 21, Jesus gets mad because he's hungry. And he looks at this fig tree and he wants a fig and it doesn't have any fruit. In fact, it's barren. So he does what any person who's hangry does and who's not on a ketogenic diet. He curses the tree and it dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think about that. Think about that next time, right? Think about that. Let's jump. We're going to actually, you know, I'll tell you what. We're going to stay in the New Testament. Uh, Matthew, again, 17, 24, 26. I'm just going to jump right there. So this is another one of those things where Jesus is hanging out with his disciples, you know, bro, romance, fun time, and uh, the Romans come and they're like, listen, uh, you gotta pay taxes. He's like, oh, you don't pay taxes. A little foreshadowing. Uh, or, um, and I don't know, maybe this was an argument made of why um, churches don't uh, don't pay taxes. I don't know if this is the basis for it, but he was like, listen, let me give you a gift. It's like, what's that gift? And he grabs a fish, and money comes out. And then he has Paul go and pay. Is it Paul or Peter? I have Peter go and pay with the money that Jesus poured out of the fish's mouth. Yeah. Yeah, so one, foreshadowing, maybe something used in the world uh, so that they don't pay taxes, so that churches don't pay taxes, that's the reason why. That's my quick assumption. B, magic fish, David Blaine magic, chugga chugga chugga, money comes out. Alright. Numbers. This one I really like. The fact that this one's not one of the most popular stories ever, 
ever spoken of in the Bible blows my freaking mind. It blows my mind, right? So a guy's cruising along in Numbers 22, 28 through 29. He's cruising along. His name's Balaam, and his donkey stops. What an ass. Thank you. I'm here all night. His donkey stops, and he beats his donkey. And so what does God do? God gives his donkey the power of speech. Now he's gone from a donkey to the donkey from Shrek that can talk. Now what is weirder? That we have a donkey that can talk that we've never heard of in this story or that Balaam, who's a part of this story, does not freak out, freak, lashik, freak the fuck out that his ass is talking. He's unfazed. In fact, he threatens to kill it. He's going to kill his talking donkey, which, by the way, um, I don't know, you don't kill a talking donkey, sir. That's the one thing you don't do. You take it to town, and you charge people money, and every time that donkey answers a question, they give you a schmeckle or a shekel or whatever they got to do. Maybe get some honey out of the deal. I don't know, but you don't kill your talking donkey. But he's going to. Maybe, that, maybe he did freak out because he wants to kill his talking donkey. I don't know. But an angel comes down and says, actually, the donkey is doing the Lord's work by chatting you up. Yeah. Um, now, God has been explained to us for a very, very long time. He's all-powerful, almighty, omnipotent. He's everywhere. He's anywhere. He's everything. He's anything. Well, in this world, God, back in the day, came down. And in Genesis 32, 22-31, he wrestled Jacob. So Jacob, by the way, very active, had 11 sons. The guy's a, a humper. He's a, he's, he's, he's a sex machine, all right? He does not believe in the pull-out method in any way, shape, or form. And one night when his family's gone, he starts wrestling with a guy. And they fight all night long. I know. I know. Two dudes wrestling all night long. And in fact... That Jacob's doing so good beating God in wrestling that God knocks his hip out of place. Right? So hold on. So Jacob is such a good wrestler. He's the Habib He's wrestling bears. He beats God in a wrestling match to the point that God has to dislocate his hip and Jacob still wins. And then God just said this. He's like, listen, the Israelites no longer need tendon attached to the socket of the hip because the socket of Jacob's hip was touched near the tendons. Yeah, near the tendons. Dun, dun, dun. So Donnie, so here what you got to think about, a couple of things. As we went through these unique stories, we're gonna to touch on some more here, right? Um, by the way, if you're like, what's going on with the movie, Jason? This is a funny part, actually. And this, this, is, uh, this is an interesting, it's a theological thing, but it's a, it's a weight thing. And it, you know, um, if you're going to be doing the Lord's work, and we want to visualize you as, as, as trusted by God, as just, you know, as, as one of those people that, um, you know, that can, that can work with the Lord, you know, one of the things that you do is you got to have a beard. you got to have a crazy beard. you got to have a Santa Claus beard, right? you got to get it going. And uh, Steve Carell's got his beard going, right? He's got his beard going. So it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And you're going to find, you know, he's going to shave and shave him. He's shaving as fast as he can. He's like, look at this, look at this, look at this. I got it. You know, I got a good razor. I got it. Thank goodness. I'm just losing my mind a little bit. 
rips his face off, and guess who's back? Back again. The beard is back. Tell a friend. But if you want to be serious, if you want to film an arc, I guess you gotta have a beard. I don't know. It's a weird thing. You gotta have long hair. You gotta have a beard. You gotta have this, a certain look, if you will. But I, and I don't know why we trust this look, this beard look. And when you like hear the elder, you know, like the Lord, you hear clean cut, and you got a crew cut, like, wait a minute. You know, would we believe that Mike Pence really hangs out and talks with God and prays a lot? If, for instance, I don't know, he had a beard, and said it was just this weird clean cut dude who always looks like he's just holding out a fart? I don't know. Very strange. Very, 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 very strange. Hold on a second. Okay, again. Feeling very bloated. I'm not gonna lie. Gotta figure out an alternative to uh, these diet sodas for sure. So, anyways, in this world, right? Um, you know, you gotta. You're gonna find out that that God bans a lot of things. God doesn't like, especially in the Old Testament, a lot of things, you know, and, and a lot of people are going to leverage those and talk about those. Um, let's go over some of these other things that, that are that are banned in uh, in Leviticus, okay? So one, in Leviticus uh, chapter 11, verse 27, eating any animal which walks on all fours and has paws. So cats, can't eat them. Know what you're thinking. Jason, I love cats. And who doesn't? Cats are delicious. Dogs are delicious. This, by the way, takes a whole area, a whole region that actually eats dogs, and it says they're breaking the rules. Right? That's kind of, I mean, I don't know. Did they have dogs? I wonder if they had dogs in Israel back in the day. That's a weird thing. I wonder if they did. Or cats. I mean, I bet they had cats because they're so close to Egypt, right? And Egypt loved cats. Excuse me. Burp. I don't know. All right, Leviticus 19.10. Picking up grapes that have fallen in your vineyard. So if a grape falls on the ground, you gotta leave it behind. That's uh, that's for travelers, strangers, and the poor. Um, you gotta leave it down there. You don't want to give them your best grapes. Don't give them your worst grapes. It's it's it, it's a it's a great thing, right? Uh, my favorite in Leviticus nineteen nineteen is you can't mix fabrics. Um, here's one for all you people who adopt, who don't adopt, but you shop for your dog. Yeah, and you got that little labradoodle, got that little cockapoo, you got your little crossbred dog. Let me just let you know something really quick. Leviticus 19.19, 19, crossbreeding animals is a sin. You horrible fucking people. Not only are you not adopting dogs, but you're crossbreeding animals? You're sending us all to hell. I'm kidding, but seriously, that's a rule. Eating fruit from a tree within four years of planting is a sin in Leviticus 19.23. Huh. Didn't know that. Don't care. That's weird that you gotta go, you gotta wait till the fifth year. You gotta wait till the fifth year to get something done. Um, anyone who has a beard and trims it, and we're just talking about beards, yeah, guess what? If you're trimming your beard, uh, Leviticus 19.27 says that's a sin. You can't. You can't get tattoos. Man, I'll tell you what. Everybody in the city of Austin, Texas is fucked. Absolutely fucked. you got to have tattoos uh, to live here. And I think LA and pretty much everywhere else. Uh, if you're not standing in the presence of the elderly, uh, that is a sin. 
if you mistreat a foreigner, that 19, uh, 33-34, the foreigner residing among you must be treated as your native born. You gotta be nice to foreign people. We're not, as America, we are not nice to foreign people at all. We can do a better job of this for sure. Uh, using dishonest weights and scales, that just seems like you should probably just be nice. Um, that's for sure. Uh, blasphemy, this is punishable by stoning of death. And um, selling land permanently, you cannot sell land permanently. So guess what, this is where Mexico's got it right. They did those 99 year leases, that's what you get. There you go. Mexico's, uh, they're, they're, doing, they're doing it upright for sure. Now, um, you're like, man, this is a lot of stuff. There's a lot of crazy, crazy things. Yeah, a lot. And there's more. There's a lot more. It's just, it's a crazy world we live in where, you know, you just, you can't. You know, you, this is a weird thing, right? And you gotta think to yourself, well, what the hell is going on then? Well, let me tell you. The Bible is full of weird stuff. Some stuff you know. Some stuff, okay, it makes sense. Some stuff, it makes no sense. Uh, and you don't know where it lands, right? You just, you don't know at all. You don't know. By the way, Steve Crowell, his beard's growing, his hair's growing out rapidly. I mean, he's building the ark, and as he's building the ark, his, his hair and beard are growing, and he's figuring out he's got a problem. All right, let's get back to this now, because there's more stuff. And, and, and you gotta, you gotta take a break. You gotta take a pause and be like, oh my gosh, right? Like, things are, I get some of it. I do, absolutely, I get some of it, right? Uh, I don't get, you know, even when I do something with pause, I mean, that seems, that seems different. But, you know, do I get the blasphemy thing? Sure, adding stone to it so you die? No, not really. But it just it shows how weird. When you start breaking this down like this, when you, when you really start looking at this, when you, when you, when you, when you, when you take the Bible and you, and you look at Noah and the fact that, okay, God got so mad, he just killed everyone. He couldn't change their minds. He didn't mind killing everyone so there was incest again to breed us out. He didn't mind that part. But he didn't want to also kill the animals. Like he thought that was just a bit too much. I mean, he was mad that angels and humans were fucking, so he's like, burn it all to the ground. Instead of burning it, we're just going to drown them all. Right? He didn't mind that part. The creation that was most like him, he didn't mind killing almost all of them. But he saved the things that weren't most like him, the animals. That's fucking weird. That's weird. That he couldn't make an interjection. That he couldn't make something else come up. That instead something else had to happen. That is just, that's crazy talk to me. All right. Now I'll tell you what, in Leviticus, man, they got, they got a lot of rules in Leviticus, right? So one, let's let's go down some more of these, right? You can't you can't talk to psychics, right? Regard, regard not them that they have familiar spirits. Neither seek after wizards to be defiled by them. Yeah, Harry Potter, fucking weirdo, no way. Uh, women, First Timothy 2.9. I also want the women to dress modestly, with decency and propriety, so no sexy clothes. All right, kids? No, no sexy clothes. Okay? Um, masturbating? Big no-no, right? First Corinthians 6.18. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. So uh, I guess women don't masturbate, it's only him, right? So they're talking about that. And uh, everyone who does masturbate, guess what you get? That's right. 
you have more than sinned against your own body. You haven't even sinned against God. You've only sinned against your body. How do you feel about that? How do you like me now? Huh? How crazy is that? Yeah, it's weird. It's crazy. But in that craziness, in everything that's going on, that's the thing. That you sinned against your own body. Your own crazy body. I don't know. Why are you giving it enjoyment? I don't know. Who knows? But I'll tell you what, there's a lot of people out there masturbating. Um, Matthew 5.28 But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So if you look at a lady and you're like, damn, she is fine. Oh my gosh. I would love to do the front side boneless on the squeeze cloth. I'd like to hippity-dippity. I'd like to get my dick a little wet. Come on, girl. Damn, she is fine. Guess what? You've already committed adultery. You should just be stoned and go die. Hopefully Dave will find you and he will cut your foreskin off. Probably kill you as well. But who knows? Huh? Who the fuck knows? But you can't do that. So, don't lust. I don't know what lusting and complimenting defines or where it's at. But okay. Um, get ready, Mr. T. Because First Timothy 2.9, this one's for you. I want women to adorn themselves with proper clothing and modesty and discreetly and not with braided hair and gold or pearls or costly garments. So don't braid your hair. Uh, adorn yourself properly, modestly and discreetly, not with braided hair, gold, pearls or costly gems. So, um, you know, you, gotta, you got something coming there, right? That's a problem. That's a big, big problem. Not real big. Kind of making it sound bigger than it is. Uh, but let's keep going here, right? So, what else do we got going on here? Well, in general speaking, uh, the Bible's pretty hard on eating pork, which is weird. I mean, I guess pigs are super smart, so I don't know. Right? It says in Leviticus, it talks about, you know, you shall not eat the chew of the cud of them that divided the hoof as the camel, because he cheweth the cud that divideth that of the hoof. He is unclean unto you. So, yeah. Right? Um, of course, torn clothes. You can't wear those. I mean, Leviticus, once again, boy, Leviticus, if they lost this book, do you know how much more fun shit we'd be doing? How many years of fun we'd be having right now? If, of all the books of the Bible, right, if they got all these different books that they cut out for different reasons, and we're going to go into those real quick if we have time, and I think we do. Let me see here. We're working on this. Uh, yeah, well, we got, I think we got like, 35 minutes left, uh, maybe 40 minutes left. I can't really tell. We have, we have time. I can Google it. I'm really not worried about it. He's building the ark right now. He's getting the curves in. He's getting it all done. They are uh, they're working some magic, man. This family is building an ark pretty damn quickly, and I like it. But Leviticus 10.6, And Moses said unto Aaron, and unto Eleazar, and unto Ithamar, his sons, Uncover not your heads, Neither rend your clothes, lest ye die, and lest the wrath come upon all people. But let your brethren, the whole house of Israel, bewail the burning which the Lord hath kindled. Don't wear ripped jeans, you puck. Okay? Listen, translation. All you people wearing ripped clothes, me sitting here recording this in a shirt with no sleeves and a hole in it. Yeah, you. Going straight to hell in a handbasket, you dickheads. Um, 
eating weird little animals, right? Let's see here. Leviticus again, 11, 20-29. These also shall be unclean unto you among the creeping things that creep upon the earth, the weasel, the mouse, the tortoise, after his kind, and the ferret, and the chameleon, and the lizard, and the snail, and the mole. Listen, don't eat snails. The French are 100% fucked. Okay, they've been eating snails since the joke. Guess what else you can't eat? Can't eat owls. Yeah, go find that out. Go look that up. You can't eat owls. Not that you'd want to eat an owl. Owls seem awful, but you can't eat owls. So, there you go. And we talked about this before. You can't have a tattoo. Now, um, there's a little bit red. There's some repetition here, right? Um, how many people out there have been uh, married and then got divorced and then maybe they're going to get remarried again? Well, Mark 10, 11 through 12 would like to let you know, whoever putteth away his wife and marrieth another committeth adultery. And whosoever marrieth her that is put away from her husband committeth adultery. Mind you, this is in a time. This is in an era. This is in the thought process. When harems were okay, when you can have 500 women rocket it up, and that's all right. And that's okay. Shanana, na na na. But if you left one of them and got him, if you if you had your wife and you had the harem, if you divorced your wife, then it's a problem. That is crazy talk. What do I know, man? I'm just a lonely asshole sitting here gossiping. Let's get to this now, because we all gossip. I mean, the news is essentially gossip, right? If you're watching TMZ, you're just watching gossip. So that was uh, Leviticus once again. Man, we got to get rid of this book, people. Whoever planned the Bible is like, mm, I'm really rule centric. Um, Thou shalt not go up and down to the Talaber among thy people. Neither shalt thou stand against the bloody or thy neighbor. I am the Lord. Translation: Stop talking about your friends. Um, so, by the way, did you? Uh, what, what does it say about eating? Now we know what you can and cannot eat. But what about just going after it? What about, you know, the guy um, who uh, holds the record for eating the most hot wings, right? Well, Proverbs 23.2 says, And put a knife to your throat if you are given to gluttony. Kill yourself if you eat too much, you fat fuck. Yeah, it's an awful thing. Um, how many people like their ladies? Quiet. Let me tell you who does. The Corinthians. And here it is. Corinthians 14.34. Let your woman keep silence in the church, for it is not permitted unto them to speak, but they are commanded to be under obedience, as also saith the law. Stay quiet. Now, in the movement, in the thing, you know, I, I did want to do this one, right? I was thinking about this one. I'm like, man, Kavanaugh and everything else. <sighs> I don't want to do this. I didn't want to read this one. At the same time, I wanted to read this one, because this is the religious right. These are the people, Pence, and Trump and all the people that voted Pence and Trump in, you know, all these assholes, all this stuff going on. They um they did all of that. And in that, right, and that uh and then you've got Kavanaugh, um, all of this, all the nonsense. Right? They're 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 knocking they're they're trying to put women in this box and they're they're trying to do something that is just absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. So, you know, what do you do? Well, I think one is you gotta highlight, you gotta show 
where um, where we're gonna talk about this, right? Or, or where this where this thought process all works from? Where this goofy thought process comes from? And this goofy thought process is coming from this this dumb shit right here. These dumb fucking rules where these guys think well, we control women. We're gonna tell them what to do with their bodies. We're gonna do this. No, 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 no. Shut the. You, you can't. Okay. You can't take something. I, I, I think it was Rogan that said it's like, if the guys who wrote the Constitution came back, the first thing they'd say is, we didn't change any of this. Right? I think God wrote them down. These are people that wrote shit down. This is not God that wrote something down. It's people. Okay? So in all of this, and what's going on, you have to take a pause for the cause. You have to look at this and be like, yeah, guess what? Here we go. Alright? This is not right. You let women speak in church. Shut up. We're crying out loud, man. Oh, it's so frustrating. Leviticus 18.22, Old Testament. Thou shalt not lie with mankind as the womankind. It's an abomination. Now, here's my take on this. And I, you know, listen, one, I don't agree with this. I think if you're in love, you're in love. And you know what, they're, they're, you're born this way. And that's just how it is. A. B. Um, if you look at Christianity or you look at you know um, Judaism or anything else or any of the religions that are happening at these times where they're condemning homosexuality, more than likely it is a uh, it's in some capacity a religious cult, right? In, in the fact that it's it's a fertility not a religious cult a fertility cult, and it, they they realize that the more babies that are made, the more more things that are happening on the baby market side of things, right? That's easier. If you're growing up inside of this religion or inside of this thought processy, then it's then you, you get a win. You get a win because that's right. Making more babies. More babies, more people. Then they go, they get married, they make more babies, more people. That, that, that's kind of the cycle. Guess who doesn't make any babies? Gay dudes and gay ladies. And by the way, you notice I don't talk about women lying with women like men would lie with, or like women would lie with men as an abomination. You know why? Because, yeah, exactly. Think about that one. God love lesbians. It's just the lady body, so pretty. Let's, um, you know, in all of this, in all these Christians, and all of these, no, it's just called Christians, and all these, all these people that are up in arms about football and whether you should kneel or not or anything else. Maybe you should read Leviticus 11, verses 7 through 8, and the pig, because it's part the hoof and cloven hoofed. But does not chew the cud is unclean to you. You shall not eat any of their flesh, and you shall not touch their carcasses. They are unclean to you. So, um, guess what? Can't play football. Can't. You're just watching people sin every time you play football. The old, what do they call that? That's right. The pigskin. The pigskin's getting you, isn't it? It sure is. It's getting you good. Yeah. And guess what it's getting you with? Pigskin, and guess why? Because it's unclean, and you're letting Tom Brady, those perfect, perfect worlds out there, Joe Montana back in the day, right? And then all these wonderful human beings, you're letting them out there, and they're sitting for your entertainment on a Sunday of all your days. Are you kidding me? Yeah, more dumb shit in the Bible. It's so then it makes it begs the question like, do you believe it? Or don't you believe it? Where do you sit? Where do you go? In, in this world where there's all these dumb rules, I mean, you 
you have to take a step back, right? You have to go, all right, what do I hang on to then? You know, love my neighbor as yourself, love people, right? That seems to be the thing you hang on to. You know, um, there's countless chapters, of course, on premarital sex. So, you know what, don't jerk off and don't fuck before you're married. That's just, uh, that's just a thing, right? You know, everyone's favorite is, of course, the blended fabrics. You can't do that. Um, you know, so there you go with that. Um, ooh, hey, by the way, you know how Joe Kern about pulling out? Well, Genesis 38.9 says, And Onan knew that the seed should not be his, and it came to pass. And when he went unto his brother's wife, that he spilled it on the ground, lest that he should give her the seed to his brother. Uh, well, yeah, he spilled it on the ground. He spills a lot of things, I guess. I don't know. This is, before, this is when they were using alligator shit as condoms. So, uh, yeah, take it for what it's worth, right? Uh, this is for Red Lobster. Hey, uh, hey, Red Lobster. Hey, hey, uh, what's another? Was there another seafood place like Red Lobster? I don't know if there is. I don't know what you'd call it, right? But, um, here we go. Leviticus. Oh, I'm not going to Leviticus, man. 10 through 11. And doll have not fins and scales in the sea and in the rivers, and all that move in the waters, and of any living thing which is in the waters, they shall even be an abomination unto you. You shall not eat of their flesh, but ye shall have their carcasses an abomination. So they're eating lobster. Are you liking it? Does it taste good? Does it feel good? It touches your lips. The abomination of the sea and the fins. What are you supposed to eat? You can't eat dogs. You can't eat cats. You can't eat pigs. Uh, can you eat horses? Does anything about any horses? Can you eat camels? Can you eat owls? Can you eat eagles? Uh, you can't eat snails. There's all sorts of stuff happening, right? It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. So then, what do you do? What do you do? Well, I don't know, man. So, uh, by the way, can you work on Saturday? Are you a bartender? Are you going out drinking so that people can work on Saturday? Are you? Well, I got something for you. Exodus 31, 14 through 15. You shall keep the Sabbath, therefore it is the holy unto you. And everyone that defileth, surely put to death. That's right. Put to death. Whosoever doeth and worketh therein, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Six days may work be done, but in the seventh is the Sabbath of rest, holy to the Lord. Okay, so don't work, right? I mean, just take one day off. Now, I don't think you have to be put to death on this one, but I do think it's good advice. Good advice in the fact that in everything that's going on, you need a day to yourself, especially, especially in a world where, you know what, you're con you can constantly be contacted. You got a cell phone, you got all these things going on, and you are in contact. The world can literally reach out and touch you at any moment, at any time, right? So in all of that, and everything that's going on, guess what? It's good to take a day off. It's good to take a day to unplug. Now, how do you unplug, and what does that unplug look like? I don't know and don't care, but you need to figure it out, right? Figure it out, because when you do figure it out, guess what you get? You get a win, and when you get that win, man, 
you are rocking out. So that's actually good advice. I'm not mad at the Bible for that one that just says, hey, chill out, chill the fuck out, take a day off. I don't know that you should be stolen once again if you don't take that day off, but seriously, right? Um, if you're a wife, by the way, and your husband's getting his ass kicked and you jump in, I just want to say, we get to cut your hands off. We do. So uh, listen to Deuteronomy uh, 25, 11 through 12. When the men strive together, one with another, and the wife of the one man draws near, deliver her husband out of the hand of the man that smite him, and putteth forth her hand and taketh him by his secrets. In other words, she grabbed him by the balls or punched him in the dick or whatever. Guess what? You gotta cut her hands off. You gotta cut her hands off. So don't do it, ladies. Um, how do you guys feel? Do you guys remember Dumb and Dumber? Do you remember the the, uh, the very famous? I guess you'd call it the the bowl cut. Well, I like the bowl cut. I'm kind of down with the bowl cut. However, Leviticus nineteen twenty seven has this to say: You shall not round off the side growth. Of your heads yeah so the Beatles and Dumb and Dumber guess what they're making shitty movies and great music in hell right now because of a fucking haircut now if you believe that there's a part of you that really believes that God cares in any way shape or form how your hair is cut you're a fucking moron stop your nonsense seriously you have to look at this book at some point in time and go, more bullshit than real shit. More nonsense than real stuff. More names I cannot pronounce than things I can live by. Two books of the Bible. You want to read them and you want to run past them and even some of them have a little bit of bullshit in them, but here you go. Proverbs, Song of Solomon. Focus on those two. Right? And the Beatitudes by Jesus in the New Testament. Just those three things. Focus on those. And only those. And yeah, there's some problems you can throw right out the fucking window. But the majority of them, pretty, pretty just sensible things, right? Don't hang out with dumb people. Don't hang around with you know, assholes. Um, Song of Solomon. It's like, hey man, this is all about sex, and this is an erotic book about how awesome it is to fuck and make babies. Because in the end, a lot of people believe fertility cults like this is without calling it a cult. They just call it fertility religion. It's just it's like. The best way to make religion grow is to fuck it forward. You just keep making babies. You don't spill that seed on the ground. You, you know, get them as pregnant as possible. You go after it as much as possible. And all of that, caca, you have more and more and more people. So, there's that rant. Okay. You know, we talked about trimming your beard. and This is just as fucking ridiculous as... Oh the haircuts you know um marrying and all that yeah we get it you're not supposed to remarry but here's what it comes down to and here's we're gonna we're gonna close out with this weird world and then we're gonna jump into some of the lo the lost books of the bible right uh and and what they meant and just kind of go over a couple of them but leviticus 317 brace yourselves put down whatever you have to put down if you're eating, you know, and you haven't spit out any of the food already, here you go. It shall be a perpetual statute for the generations throughout all your dwellings that ye eat neither fat nor blood. 
Well, guess what, asshole? You can't eat a cheeseburger. And took the blood out, I guess. There's still fat in there. Cheeseburgers, fat or blood. Pepperoni pizzas, blood sausages, haggis, huh? Bacon, a lot of fat and bacon. We've already gone over that. But think, I mean, you guys, this is some weird shit. This is weird, weird, weird shit. Think about it for a minute, man. Like, what is going on? Oh my gosh. You know? Boom. Which books of the Bible were removed and why? Like, what's this? The lost books of the Bible. Baba boom, baba bing. Listen, let's check these out because this is some weird stuff. Are they gonna, are they gonna, um, are they gonna do anything for me here? Probably not. So, you have all these books of the Bible, right? But the Bible was put together by who? By what? By when? By where? Oh, that's right. The Bible was put together by people. By just dudes. And then if you look at the King James Bible, that was put together by another dude who just wanted everyone to be able to read the Bible. So he put his spin on it. There's a lot of weird thousand and thoughts and things and thoughts and all that other shit in there. But you gotta think about this, folks. You gotta, you gotta take, a, take a break and look at what is going on. You know, the, um, the lost books of the Bible, you know, it, it, list of. Let me do a list of, right? Or synopsis. Synopsis of the lost books of the Bible. We're going to do this in real time today. I want you guys to kind of get this, you know, what, what this kind of means, right? Or the forgotten books of Eden, all of this stuff. Like, you, here's the thing you, you've trusted some dude somewhere because they were dudes like I'm sorry there weren't any ladies there right but some dude somewhere to do these Bibles and why right so the lost books you know let's go to the proto the gospel of James right an apocryphal gospel written in AD 145 they got they, they know what exists it's real it's not like this is all made up right it expands backwards into the time and infancy stories contained in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Okay. Then there's the Gospel of the Infancy of Christ, right? Talking about Jesus as a baby, right? And then we got the Infancy of Thomas. You know, why wasn't this allowed? You know, well, you know, um, it is because it didn't follow a narrative. Somebody wanted a certain narrative. You know, it's like they wanted the rules. So they got Leviticus, right? They got Judges, they got Deuteronomy, but they really got Leviticus. So they hammered that one home. And it was just there for a reason. But then we got all these other books. They're like, nah, I don't like that story. Nah, you know what, that's different. Nah, you know what, I just, I don't, I don't think we're going to use that one. Why not? Why not just have them all? It's the thing I understand. When did someone start controlling knowledge? Well, that one's ridiculous. That said that Jesus killed the little boy, he got mad at it. That one said Jesus turned, um, you know, doves to stone or stone doves to, to, to love or whatever. Okay, well, so that's not ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's too far. We don't understand that. We can't back that up. We don't have any insight on that outside of this one book. 
but 100% we are going to run with Flood, yeah. We're going to run with bringing people back from the dead twice, 100%. Are we also going to jump on the uh, on the old bullet party Red Sea? Yeah, for sure. Can we do a burning bush? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. We are going to do that, too. You know what else I was thinking about? That's the answer to the burning bush. Let's also do Ten Commandments. We wrote them on stone, but we had to do it like 30 times, because every time Moses went up there and got it, finally talked to God and got it all done, even though he had a stutter, so he wasn't perfect. And God wanted to kill him until he got his son's blood, dick blood, on his feet. Even though all that, he had come down and see them worshiping false gods and idols, and he had prayed to him, like, God, we got to start all over again. All that's okay. None of that's ridiculous. None of it is. But, in all of that, these books are. See, someone decided to give you not to, to, to share information with you, but not other information. They didn't just compile the books. They didn't just compile the information and then just hand it out. No. They held back stuff. And for what? And why? They're not the lost books of the Bible. They're the books of the Bible that no one wanted you to read them. Why not? And who cares if you read them or not? What does it matter? What fantasy world do you fucking live in? Why does it make them okay? Right? I mean, think about the fantastic fantasy relationship or idea or concept or thought process or anything else that goes along with even this part right here. Just look at the ark. All the animals, polar bears. Where'd they come from? How'd they get down there? Right? Huh? How'd that happen? Oh, that's crazy. Oh my goodness, what are we doing? This is nuts, bro. This is crazy, man. I can't believe this. Well, I mean, you know, and then where do you put the polar bears? And then how do you feed them? And then what's all that food look like? Right? So then, then, then what happens? You just, you can't. You know, oh, we got wine on, yeah, fucked up. Oh, well, yeah, incest is best. They do great dynasties. You know, that's pretty amazing, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Wow, that's really, really interesting. Huh, fun for the whole family. All right, great. So, I don't know, you guys. I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, we've got, you know, and these are the things they let you read. So what didn't they let you read? And what other books haven't we found yet? I mean, we know that in the Bible we got a talking donkey, we got a magic boss, we got a worldwide flood, we got animal sacrifice, human sacrifice. So, I mean, what what are like the, the weirdest parts of the Bible? You know, is it? Let's see. Someone said Hosea thirteen sixteen. Samaria be held guilty, for she is rebelled against her God. They will fall by the sword. Their little ones will be dashed in pieces, and their pregnant women will be ripped open. Oh, that's nice. And this is, by the way, the natural stuff. This is the shit they, they're like, yep, yep, 100%. This is what you want, right? That's just, it's, I don't, you know, I mean, dude, it's so weird, right? You know, I mean, how do you deal with mold in your house? Leviticus tells you about it. This is just, give pause. You know, as you, if, you know, I heard someone say, uh, I, I maybe it was a meme, and I didn't hear them say, I don't know, but give, give pause for a couple of things, right? 
One is A. Don't knock someone out of what they believe in when all this crazy shit's happening around us and yours is called faith, right? But theirs isn't. There's as much faith as you have, right? You don't believe in unicorns? Okay. Why don't you believe in unicorns? Never saw one. Don't believe they exist. Do you believe in wizards or, 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 or more, you know, Merlin or anything like that? Nope. Sorry, don't. Okay, why not? Yeah, there's no historical evidence for it. Oh, but there's historical evidence for, um, I don't know, you uh, coming in hot and bothered uh, and um, a worldwide flood and Moses ran it and he had a big ark and everyone was saved. We have evidence for that? Oh, you don't have evidence for that either. But you have faith in that. And so you knock other people. Now, this is why I got a big problem here. This is what, this is what shit really bothers me, right? And it'll continue to bother me. Only because it's just, by the way, real quick, I'm looking at this ever almighty, and uh, I, I'd like to say that uh, 100% did bang up jump rope in that arc. It looks really, really nice. Uh, good, good woodworking, good architecture. Um, I really like the, uh, the smooth edges. Did a bang up jump. You know, if there's someone in the world with Noah here, Outside of, you know, Pet Pilot, he never showed him Pet One on Ever Almighty. But outside of that, he's really doing the Lord's work here. Um, really, really doing the Lord's work. So, you guys, I don't know, man. I mean, it's just, we hold some things as these sacred cows. We don't let them go. Virgin birth, we're all good with, right? But we're not good with, um, with, with you know, giants and angel human crossbreeds, right? We're not we're not good with you know Genesis six one through four. When my man begin when man began to multiply on the face of the land and the daughters were born to them, the sons of God and the daughters of man were attracted. And they took as their wives many they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not abide in my man forever, for he is flesh, his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days. And also afterwards, when the sons of God came in, the daughters of the man of those who bore the children of them. These were the mighty men who were of old, of the men renowned. So it's weird that they like to say, you know, all these people lived hundreds of years and whatever. God's like, no, live 120 years. That's just it. Here it is. You know, the sons of God who are the daughters of men. You know, the sons of God, angels making their children angel-human crossbreeds. Uh, could be, right? Adam and Eve and Seth. I don't know. The word Nephilim means giants. So who are these giants, right? Giants are these fucking people? That's terrifying, right? Um, it's just, it's a weird thing, you guys. It's super weird. Now, I mean, I don't know. What do you do with all this? So then what do you do? Well, one, you have some fun. Let's get out of the seriousness and let's really have some fun, all right? One is you just, you smile and you have some fun. You love people who have the faith because you have faith in something as well, right? And you run after it. And you love that. Man, don't mind you don't like He's got faith that it's going to win. Even after the, even after the ark is done and all the animals are in, God knows where they put all the food. And they're about to tear it apart and the pandas in there. And the pandas are almost extinct for crying out loud. The zebras are acting good. Everything's happening. The, you know, the, the tigers and, and the monkeys are hanging out together. So we just think, the honeymoon's just chilling, just laying down, just ready. But guess what? In all of this, you gotta have some fun, man. You gotta look at these stories and you gotta laugh. Because you have to think, in all of this, why? 
Why wouldn't you? In some way. So you know what? It's okay. What their son believes is or not. I'm not mad at him. I mean, I'm not mad at him. And the thing about it is, don't, don't let this maker break your faith in any capacity. Instead, what you want it to do is you want it to make or break in some way. I don't know. Maybe it'll break something else, man. Maybe it'll break out something else. Maybe it'll break out of being an asshole and just don't hang out with them. I don't know. Just don't. I mean, you know, people believe they believe. Let them believe. Don't get mad at them for believing. At all. Don't get mad at people for believing that Noah built an ark and put all the animals in it. Do I believe it? No. But do I care? Not really. I really don't care at all, quite honestly. Doesn't matter. Right? Do I, um, so then, what do you do after that? Then you laugh a little bit. And you keep, and you hold on to this recording, and you keep all these ridiculous stories going. You know why you keep those ridiculous stories? Because they're ridiculous. And you don't do it to shove it in their face. You don't do it to say, hey, you're, I'm right, and you're wrong, and you believe in something dumb, and I believe in something amazing. You don't do that at all. No, 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 no. You keep it there to be like, listen, this is the ridiculous shit they shared with you. Now, you can shit on Scientology and Cameron and they're going to share about the really crazy shit that Toy gave them with a million dollars and they told me they're physically, you know, one masturbation piece away from, uh, you know, from anything. Uh, from, from, uh, from volcanoes exploding and this, you know, craziness. But, uh, you know, it's... You know, you do. And this is ridiculous. This is the stuff they share with you. A talking donkey, they share it with you. Right? They share it with you. So what do they have in all the books that aren't there? What does that look like? What does it feel like? Who knows, man? It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. But yet a lot of people have faith and can go out in the land and go and try stuff and go after stuff. Celebrate them. Celebrate those people with faith. Love them. Hug them. Let them know. Damn it, I'm not going to be batshit crazy. Don't let them have the world. Don't let them go to the Supreme Court. Don't let them become presidents. But love them. Right? I mean, literally, love them. Love them as much as you can. Because guess what? Everything that they mean, we love. We really do. So, final note. Because this movie's about to end, right? Because you don't know where things are going to come from or how they're going to end. You just don't. So in Evan Almighty here, right? Oh, we've got about 10 minutes left. The water, um, it rains for a little bit. And you're like, see, the flood is coming. The flood is coming. But it's not that the flood is coming. Yeah, not that way though. The flood is coming, just not that way. The dam broke. The dam broke. And I guess if anything, Evan Almighty teaches you a couple of things, right? And what is that? It teaches you very simply. Hey, guess what, folks? It probably was a regional flood that turned into a story, that turned into this, that turned into that. And you had to let all those people know. You had to build something for all those people. Because here comes the water. The dam broke. It was regional. Absolutely, positively, 100% regional. Now, unlike Noah, who let everyone around him die, God and Noah, this one, yeah, guess what? He's letting everyone on. He doesn't care that they're sinners. He doesn't care 
that they do, that they, you know, that they didn't believe at any point in time. He just lets them come on. And he loves them. He loves them for who they are and what they do. And you gotta love that part, right? I mean, you kinda gotta love that part. Bada boom, bada bang. You have to. Right? So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'd like to ask some questions, but, well, there's not a lot to ask for, right? There's not a lot to do. If there's anything that we can understand out of this, it is quite simply the fact that A, there's a lot of dick talk in all the testaments, old and new, but really just a lot of, a lot of dick talk, right? Um, B, in all of the dick talk and everything that happens and everything that goes on, man alive, that's weird. Handling 200 plus dicks, that's fucking crazy. How do they have I guess they took the animals, I don't know. Um, so there's that. And all the dick talk and all the craziness. They never thought there'd be that much penis in the tent, you know, that much gay innuendos in all of the uh, New and Old Testament. And so, I don't know, man. That's all I got for you folks. I wish I had more for you. I really do. I wish I had some better answers for you. I wish I had some greater insight into why, you know, outside of the fact that the people who made the Bible flat out fucking lied to you. Altered verses and have altered endings and, and decided what books you should or shouldn't read. And I told you that that's the information for you. But there it is. Well, guess what? You know, outside of that, uh, I don't know, man. You got lied to. You done. You got fucked. So I apologize for that. Get all the books of the Bible, man. Hang out with them. Get after them, okay? We're gonna have fun. We're gonna have a good, good time with all of it. So. Outside of that, yeah, vote for Evan Baxter for Congress, meet some great Moses, and uh, yeah, he's, he's saving lives, he's cashing checks, and uh, snapping necks. Jonah Hill did a great job, Colt News is just absolutely amazing, it really is. What a point about this is. So, why not for the kids? Have a great night. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate everybody listening. Uh, this is a weird one. I wish I really wish I would have had a pastor on here could have answered some of these questions. But you know, uh, getting a pastor to come on and not you know preach or, or push their agenda or um, whatever it may be, you know, I can't. I can't do. You know, we want to. We want to have a little bit of fun. We want to poke some fun at, at, a, at a couple of things, um, and this being one of them, right? So, anyways, hey. It is what it is, folks. It is exactly what it is. Um, as always, thanks to Dirty Bills. Love you, Leslie. Love you, Alan. Love you, Corey. Love everybody out there. You know, Future Skeleton, everyone. You guys are the best, man. Um, much love to the Vegas Fact Checker, John Keenan. Hey, you out there? Uh, remember, you can always reach out to us. You can always talk to us on Instagram at Talking During Movies. You can also find us on Twitter at Talk During Movie. And of course, you can email us talking during a movies podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and I'm going to update the website some more. I haven't done that. I've been really slacking on the website. That's my bad. So I'll get that rock and roll. Once again, thanks to all you guys who listen. Uh, let me do a quick look here and see what countries we have to say thank you to now. As uh, we're going into the week here, so let's see who we got. Who's been listening? Well, 
looking at our top listeners and top countries. We got the United States, we got Slovakia, we got the Netherlands. Uh, we have Austria. Okay, top cities are Kansas City, Missouri. What's up? West Hollywood, what's happening? Austin, Texas. Hey, hey. Those are our three top cities. Once again, thank you all for listening. I love you guys very much. You are the absolute best. Uh, and I really, I just want to, I want to thank you for everything that you do. Uh, I appreciate you all very much. And uh, sorry for the, this was a very long closing, but now you're going to hear my daughter sing about the first time she proudly took a poop by herself. Enjoy. Thank you very much. I love you. Goodbye. Yeah. Mm-hmm.